Ramblin' Radio podcast. Thank you so much for being here with little old me today, right before Christmas Eve. Happy Monday, start of a new week, start of a holiday week. Hopefully you're with friends and family. I am currently spending an amazing time with my with my family and 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 catching up with with old friends and I love I love the holiday and I, I hope uh, I hope you're enjoying your time as well. Today we have a very special episode. We got a lot going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this short because it's the holiday. So hopefully this is gonna be under 30 minutes. I'm gonna try because I want you to be present. And that's kind of the that's kind of the theme. This episode is being present. What can we do to become present in our everyday lives? Um, I can't tell you how important it is because that's where that's where all your visions come from. That's where that's where everything stems from is being one hundred percent present. And I've never told you this before, but I have a bracelet that says "present" on there just to give myself that little reminder to stay present because it's something that I still need to work on. I didn't do the best job of being present in 2019. And so that is on my goals list for 2020 of just being even more present because it's just, it makes you feel better. (laughs) As soon as we start looking at social media and we start thinking too far into the future, we, uh, we kind of lose ourselves and we get lost in this, I don't know, this kind of illusion of, of worries and concerns and, um, should we be doing this right now? And, and, and it it becomes a distraction. So that's kind of, that's going to be kind of the theme. Last episode, we talked about how to really gain clarity, how to gain vision and how to come up with a plan to attack that vision so you have your most progression that you've ever had for 2020. And so if you haven't seen or listened to the last episode, please go listen to that episode because it's going to help you a lot. We had a ton of incredible feedback from that episode alone, and I had a feeling that it would uh, because it's, it's something that so many people are not taking advantage of. Um, when you have a plan and you actually know in your head, okay, I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be doing this, and then I'm going to be doing this later down the road, it becomes just so much more clear, so much easier. You understand what you need to do and where to go. And that's not going to, It's. it might not be perfect throughout the year. It's, you know, you might come up with a new idea. You might have a, a, a vision for another project and that's okay, but at least you have a plan now and you can see, okay, can I fit this into my plan? Should this replace another smaller revenue generating activity or whatever kind of task it is? Should that replace that? And now you have decisions and choices to make. And it, it, instead of, instead of just feeling lost and just kind of going with the flow and, and saying, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'm just going to do that without really much thought. That's kind of what all of this is going to eliminate. So hopefully you're doing that. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, please listen to that episode because I promise you it's going to help a ton. Now, before we get into the episode today, we got a five-star review from Brennan Toller. Toller? Toller? 
He said, his, uh, Zach is a man, his content always has a polished feel to it, even when it's not. He always has quality content then that anyone can get something out of from business to self-development to content creating. This podcast is my go-to on my hour commute to work. 10 out of 10 would definitely recommend. Thank you, Brennan. Uh, that is really, really, really nice of you. I appreciate that so much. Um, and again, if you leave a five-star review, I've got something coming for you guys for anyone that leaves a five-star review. And we're also going to be doing a, an amazing giveaway for 2020. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, let's get into the episode. So the episode is all about being present. And it's it's really not that, but it, it kind of connects. It's it's really, we've we've gone over clarity. We've gone over vision. But now we need to establish a routine that we can't be loose with. And in order to do that, we need to have a little bit of discipline, we have to have integrity, and we have to put ourselves in the shoes of of us who have already made it. We have to put ourselves into our higher self and envision, if I had a multiple million dollar business, if I had what I want right now, how would I act? How would I respond? What decisions would I make? And you really need to live in that place. Um, it's, it's, it did wonders for me in 2019. And speaking of 2019, in the last episode, we talked about how you need to write down your wins. And I wrote down all of my wins the other day and my jaw dropped. And it was just, it just told me exactly why this exercise is so important because I don't know about you, but a year, even though every single year gets faster and faster, especially as we get older, it gets faster and faster every single year, especially when you graduate, you get out of school and you forget exactly what went down in a year. And looking at these things, I thought I had accomplished that two years ago. I didn't know that was all this year. And so I was writing down all my wins and I'm like, oh my God, this year was absolutely insane. Like I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm a totally different person in all of the best ways. And that is why we we write down our wins and why we need to celebrate our wins. And that just doing that exercise alone really made me appreciate the amount of work, um, what I've done. And because sometimes we, we don't appreciate that. Sometimes we, we feel like we're still not doing enough. We're never doing enough, especially when we start comparing ourselves to other people. We, we feel like, oh man, I, you know, this person's doing this and I'm still in this place. And you just can't think that way. You have to compare yourself to you and you alone. And when I did that, I was like, I'm, I am, I am absolutely crushing it. So I hope you feel the same way. And if you don't, that's okay. But that just means, you know, you've got changes to make. When I was in college, if I did this exercise in college, I would be like, wait a second, I haven't grown or I haven't, I haven't done anything at all. Um, and so it's, it's just a great exercise. So I really recommend you doing that and listen to the last episode to, to get the details on that. So with that being said, we, we need to, we need to come up with a routine and the best way to do that is to have a morning routine. Morning routines are everything. I I have an episode on my morning routine, an old one. This is going to be an updated version of that because a few things changed and I think it's really important to, to keep the conversation going with the morning routine because if you don't start your day off right, 
it's just a domino effect. It's not, your day's not going to go well. And morning routines have kind of taken over social media. They've especially the YouTube space. If you're a big YouTube person, you go on YouTube, you watch content on YouTube, you know that every single YouTube channel has a morning routine video almost. And the reason I don't like this is because we tend to think that that is the only way to do it. That is the only option is to wake up at 4.30 a.m. to get a morning workout in, to drink lemon water, to do all these things. You know, there's a book, an unbelievable book by, a, well, it's a, it's a financial book, a money book by Ramit. I think his name is Ramit Sati. I never know how to pronounce his name. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but he's got a great book. It's, it's called... I will teach you to be rich. And it's a great book. I highly recommend it, especially if you're having some some financial money issues. It's it's I know a lot of people that used it to get out of debt. Um, and for me, I, I just I like learning about credit cards and I just like learning about finance and stuff and, and how to make money work for me. So I like to read finance books and stuff here and there. But anyways, he had a great quote on there saying if you do everything that ever if you complete a morning routine and you listen to every single person what their morning routine is and you and you take action on that you do exactly what they tell you to do you're going to be dead by 11 a.m like literally in a grave dead not not metaphorically actually dead <laughs> i thought it was so funny and it's so true right yeah i'm sure you listening to this right now you know listening to all these morning routines, you're like, what the heck? Like, that is the, how am I supposed to do all this? I'm not even going to have any energy by when the day starts. And so for me with morning routines, it's so important to just listen to yourself and make sure what, what makes you feel good and gets you mentally prepared. Sorry, if you can hear that. And I'm, I'm in my, my house right now and I'm not in my office. And so it's not very soundproof. I apologize. But what makes you feel good? And a great exercise for you to do is to take out a piece of paper, draw a circle, call it your call it your energy bubble, and we're going to find out the things that give you energy and take away energy from you. All right. Now, I use this exercise. I've got this from one of my mentors as well. And I use this exercise not just for my morning routine, but just everyday life business, relationships, this is everything, but you can use this for your morning routine as well. You can use this for anything that you want and we call it your energy bubble. So you're going to draw a circle and in your energy bubble is all the things that are going to give you energy. So you're going to write down the things that give you energy. It could be working out. Working out actually gives you energy. You feel better after you work out. It could be a certain relationship, talking to someone, um, you, you know, talking to this person just gives you life, gives you energy. It could be going on a walk. It could be reading a book. It could be um, calling your parents. It could be journaling. It could be literally anything, anything you can think of, food, cooking, any kind of activity, um, any kind of mental stimulation, anything you can think of that gives you energy, you need to put in this bubble. All right. 
then you're going to do the opposite. Everything that does not give you energy or takes energy away from you, you're going to write down outside of the bubble. And this could be a relationship. This could be an actual person. Maybe it's a friend that texts you in the morning and starts asking you a bunch of questions and starts sucking the life out of you. That could be a problem. And so you're going to write down all the things, the people, the activities that take away energy. So to give you an example, one of those things that take away energy from me is is going on social media, especially in the morning. It's going on social media. It, It takes so much energy out of me because I tend to fall into a trap, especially in the morning when you are kind of you're not as mentally strong in the morning. You're kind of, you can kind of get manipulated almost into um, certain things. For example, if you see someone that's doing something that's in your industry you and you're not doing it at this moment or maybe not doing it in your business and whatnot, you might feel like you have to stop everything and start doing that thing because that person is doing it. Well, now you got to do it. Little things like that. You can get easily persuaded and manipulated, especially in the morning because we're just waking up and we're, we're, we're not as mentally strong in the morning. We're just waking up. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay. So You need to write down all the things that suck out that energy from you. Could be relationships, could be social media, could be TV, could be not TV. It could be anything, anything at all. So write down those things. And once you have those things, now you have a clear idea of what what you should be doing in the morning. Take all those things inside your bubble, your energy bubble, and start piecing a morning routine together because I cannot recommend enough that you need to just be doing the things that really give you energy and really make you feel good. And that's what a morning routine is all about is what makes you feel good, what makes you feel inspired, and what makes you feel tunnel vision to start accomplishing what you really want to accomplish. And then the opposite of that, everything that's outside of your bubble that sucks energy away, if you're doing those things in the morning, Now you can actually visually see it on that piece of paper and know, okay, I got to take this out of my life somehow. I have to either do this later, outsource it, do, I I just, I can't do this in the morning. And so I love this little energy bubble exercise because it gives you that great visual representation of what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. So first of all, my morning routine always starts the night before. It's really important. You, You have to know the things that you're going to be accomplishing the night before and not figure that out the morning of because you can get overwhelmed and you can you can kind of freak yourself out. When you are in a period of mental strength, which is either during the day, um, a little bit into the evening, I know I'm more clear, I'm more level-headed, and I know what I can get done, what I should get done, and what, and what I cannot get done. So it's really important that you kind of lay that out for the next day, the day before. And so my morning routine always starts the day before. So I know exactly what I'm going to do before I wake up. And I cannot recommend that enough. That is that is kind of a staple that you should have. Everything that I do in my morning routine, I am not going to recommend to you because that is what I do. That is my thing. And that's what gives me energy. And it might not give energy to you, but I the, the only outlier to that is 
getting things prepared, getting things started the day before so you are clear and you know exactly what you have to do the morning of. That's the only thing that I would recommend you do out of this entire morning routine. But other than that, everything is just, is mine. You can you can cherry pick, you can take things from it and try it out for yourself. But the key with any kind of morning routine is it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is except does it give you energy does it give you inspiration and does it give you um and does it give you that tunnel vision focus that you need to really make big progress for the day and that's those are the ingredients for a morning routine in my book so um that's what i'm going to say so let's get back into kind of my morning routine wake up call or wake up time is usually seven o'clock and I'm usually try to get eight hours of sleep. I have to get eight hours. I'm not the type of person that can get five hours or six hours. And I honestly, I don't think anybody should be getting five or six hours of sleep. Um, I just, I just don't, I, I've done some, some research from, um, some scientists that, that study sleep and, you know, some of the big names that, are kind of spokesmen for sleep and sleep health. And all of them keep saying seven to eight hours of sleep is kind of the uh, window that you need to hit when getting enough sleep. Even seven hours for me is kind of getting on that low end and I don't feel as good. So I really, I really try to get eight hours. It's really important. So I get up at seven o'clock do the math. I go to bed at 11 and I get up at seven. That's, that's pretty typical for me. I don't do the 5am BS. I don't do the 4.30am BS, but if you're the type of person that has a nine to five and you have, like, you don't have choice, that's it. You have to do it. Then you have to do it. You got to figure out and you do have to hustle. You do have to grind a little bit. Although I hate those words. Um, you have to figure it out somehow and, and, and make it happen. If you, if you're trying to do something that's outside of a nine to five that you're currently in. Um, but if you don't have to get those seven to eight hours of sleep, it's important. So I get up at 7am and the key is something that I don't do anymore is I don't snooze. Um, I do whatever I can to get up and I, I don't really need motivation or inspiration to hit that, to, to not hit that snooze button. I just, I've hit the snooze button so many times in my life that I'm just so sick of it. And I, I'm sick of the way I feel. And so I don't, I just don't do it anymore. I, I don't, I might, I might lay in bed and, and just crank open my eyes until they're open. And then once they're open, then I'll get out of bed. And that might be a few minutes, three minutes, two minutes, but I'm not snoozing for another 30 minutes or anything like that, which I used to do. Um, and I, and I don't do it anymore. I just get, I'm sick of it because it doesn't help me. Um, these, I don't know what you call them, but these, these scientists that, that study sleep, whatever the proper word is, they always say that the snooze button is absolutely useless and you're not going to feel any better because you're not getting that full REM cycle. You really need a full REM cycle in order to feel better. And I think a REM cycle takes 50 minutes to an hour, something like that. Don't quote me, but unless you're going to sleep for another hour, don't hit that snooze button. If it's going to be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, which most snooze buttons, I believe are eight to 10 minutes, something like that. 
no matter how crappy you feel, it is not worth it. So do not hit that snooze button. And um, maybe that's the other thing that I would recommend to you out of this entire morning routine. But that's it. I promise that is it. After I get up, after I don't hit the snooze button, I go and I go into the kitchen, I drink a glass of water, and I make sure it's room temperature. I don't drink icy cold water because super icy cold water is just not good for your stomach first thing in the morning. It's the first thing you're putting into your body, and you don't want to shock it with cold water. You can do some research yourself on that. Usually I like really icy cold water, but I don't know. It kind of hurts in the morning. I, I just I make sure it's somewhat room temp. I don't put ice in it, anything like that. Just a big, nice glass of water, and I, I chug it. And you are dehydrated in the morning. When you wake up, you're going eight hours without any kind of water. And so I really recommend to not go and get the coffee right away. It's just not it's not so good for you. I, I recommend, okay, maybe that's the third thing I recommend. See, maybe maybe we're going down a path of, of, of recommendations and not what I, I said I was going to do. I apologize. Do whatever you want. Um, but anyways, I used to I used to get the coffee and, and drink a cup of coffee before I drank any water and it would give me some headaches and it wouldn't make me feel so good. So I always drink a big glass of water first. And then if I'm having coffee, which I am, then I'll go get coffee. So but first thing I do is is as I, I get that room t- temperature water and I, I drink a glass of, of water. After I drink water, I'll turn on music or a podcast. And this is when the vibes get going. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I haven't posted a video like this in a while, but I'll post Instagram stories of me dancing in the morning. That's what this time is for me is, is getting the music going, getting the vibes going, getting a podcast, whatever, just to start getting those, uh, getting those, getting that energy going and, and, and becoming positive positivity and feeling good is a choice, which is kind of mind blowing when you think about it. Cause you know, we have these outside things that could happen to us. Maybe a loved one passes away. Um, you know, maybe, maybe your dog passes, you know, bad things can happen. Um, or we could be anxious or, or whatever, but these, these feelings, we are deciding to feel this way. It's actually a choice. It's a choice to feel any kind of way you want. And so learning that for the first time, I'm like, okay, I'll do whatever it takes to either trick my brain or make me decide to think positive and get into a really high vibe and good mood. And so I'll turn on music, I'll turn on music that makes me want to dance, or I'll turn on a really engaging podcast. And, and that is why I do that. So that's what gives me energy. You don't have to do that, but maybe you need to, to feel high, high energy and feel good. So while that's going on, after I do my little dance, I might be a little sweaty, potentially. And if I'm not going to the gym, there's a couple of things that change if I do go to the gym or if I don't go to the gym. And that is if I don't go to the gym, I will actually hop in a shower at this point. I'll take a hot shower and then the last 15 seconds, 10 seconds, I turn it ice cold just to wake me the hell uh, just to wake me the hell up. And I know that's like not actually how you're supposed to do it, but that's how I do it because it makes me feel good. So that is why I do it. I don't do the full cold shower all the way through because I don't want to. That might change. We'll see. But I do like turning it hot, making that feel good. I get some ideas rolling. We got some music going or a podcast going. 
And then those last 10, 15 seconds, ice cold, jolts me. And I always try to push it a little bit longer than the last time, just to kind of play a little mental game with myself. After the shower, I'm feeling all jacked up. Typically, I foam roll and do a little bit of stretching because when I go and I sit down right away, my back gets so tight from from deadlifting, from working out in the past, my back muscles can get so tight. And that's why I have to foam roll. I have to stretch. You don't have to do that, but I, it just makes me feel better when I give myself that, that deep tissue, that myofascial release a little bit with the foam rolling. Um, it kind of loosens up my back, especially because I sit a lot during the day. Like I know most of you do with editing and other things. Um, sitting is just so bad. And so I like to at least stretch it out as best as I can. And after I do that, then I go and I make coffee or I get a cup of coffee if Wix already made the coffee, which she typically does. She's kind of the coffee maker in our, our little family here. And, um, and so I'll grab a cup of coffee. And as I'm grabbing a cup of coffee, I feel good. I'm getting that caffeine intake. This is when I start my journaling process. And I've already had an episode on my journaling and I actually have an Instagram post on my journaling. If you want to know my journal prompts and understand my journal prompts and want those, send me a DM on Instagram at Zach Kravitz, and I'll point you in the right direction for those journal prompts. Just send me a DM, and I'll give those to you, but I don't, I don't want to go over those today. Um, but check those out, because journaling has literally like saved my life. Like It has made me so tunnel vision and and given me so much clarity. So I highly recommend journaling. You don't have to do it every day. I do it about four to five times a week. That's kind of my average. And it has helped me on so many on so many levels. So I highly recommend it. Um, now, after my journaling, if I'm working out, I have to eat something small, but it can't be a big meal or else I'll just throw it up. So typically I'll make maybe an egg or two eggs and a piece of toast, something just small that I can digest quickly and not feel like I just had a huge meal. So if I don't work out, then I then I don't eat. Typically, I'll eat at like 1130 or noon. So I actually fast in the morning. And it's not because I'm intermittent fasting to lose weight and because it's science-based and all these things. I do it because that's just literally what I'm used to doing. Um, I used to intermittent fast back in my, my competitive bodybuilding and powerlifting days when I was really taking that seriously. But I also just, I just like it. I don't like eating in the morning. I like having, I, I love breakfast. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love breakfast, but I don't eat breakfast first thing in the morning. I have my breakfast at like 1130, almost noon. It's kind of like my lunch and that's just what I'm used to doing. So I'll make coffee I'll start eat some, I'll journal, I'll eat something small. And after my journaling, while I'm eating, while I'm sipping my coffee, this is when I do my admin stuff, just small little tasks. Or if I'm posting on social media, I'll make a post, but I'm very careful not to get sucked in and start scrolling. And I can't recommend this enough. When you are going on social media right away in the morning and you're paying attention to other people and not yourself, that's a big problem. And it has distracted me. It has made me feel like shit. 
It has made me feel like garbage, comparing myself, getting trapped into what others are doing and what I'm not doing. And here's the thing. When you, this is, I have an episode on comparison, but I'll just say this. When you're comparing yourself to other people, what other people are doing, no one is posting their failures most of the time. I'd say 99%. There's only that 1% that actually is pretty honest with their audience and what's going on. No one is posting their failures. So keep that in mind before you start comparing yourself. And number two, they could be doing things that aren't helping them, even though it might look like it's helping them. It might not. So if you're comparing your business, if you're comparing your filmmaking skills or photography skills, um, if if you're comparing whatever it is that you're comparing, they might be doing something. They They might be trying something. They might be copying someone else and it might not be good for you and what you are doing. It's so hard to get wrapped up into what other people are doing. Let's be, uh, I mean, just looking, just kind of looking at the big picture, looking, even just looking at YouTube alone, so many people are just copying what others are doing. YouTube is not a very innovative place right now, and there's only a select few that were innovative and that filled the gap in the YouTube space, like Matt Diavella. Matt Diavella filled a gap in the YouTube space. He was innovative and he created something that nobody was creating before. And about 98 to 99%, again, are all just copying other people. And there are only a select few that are really being innovative and really filling filling that gap. And so I can promise you that Matt Diavella, someone, no matter who it is, doesn't have to be Matt, but anybody that filled the gap, anybody that was innovative, they're not getting trapped and watching other people and what they're doing. I think Nick Bear is an amazing example of this as well. Nick Bear is a guy that might watch a couple videos here and there, but he just does not let it affect him and what he is doing. Nick Bear is a kind of guy, he he throws shit at the wall, he sees what sticks, and if it sticks, he goes all in on that. And if it doesn't, he forgets about it. He doesn't he doesn't beat himself up about it. And I know that because I know him personally and, and some of the things that, you know, might not have succeeded. I, I There's tons of things that he's done that, that hasn't succeed, blah, succeeded. And I'm sure he's talked about it on his, on his podcast and on his YouTube platform. But he's a perfect example of being just tunnel vision and, and just worrying about himself and not worrying about other people. He doesn't give a shit about you. He gives a shit about his business, his family and how how that's doing and everything else really doesn't matter so that's kind of the mindset that you need to have and it's something that i've been working on myself and it's something that i continue to to work on for 2020 is staying tunnel vision focusing on what you're doing be innovative with your stuff try new things and if it doesn't work don't wrap up any emotion to it just forget about it and move on and go to the next I, I i really i i really respect him for that specifically because um it's a lot easier said than done when something doesn't work and you just you just keep going you keep being innovative you keep just trying new things until something sticks um it's much much easier said than done so that's kind of the 
mindset that you need to have. And so when you start catching yourself compare to other people in your industry and whatnot, you have to remind yourself of that. They could be doing things that might be good for their brand, but they're not going to be good for your brand. It could be content that they're creating or whatever it is. It, it just would not be good for what you are trying to do, what your goals are. And so you have to block that out. You have to either mute and, and just not look at it. Or if you do look at it, you just have to remind yourself, okay, this is somebody else. This is their brand. This is, this is their film style, whatever it is. And you have your own style. You have your own voice. You have your own message. And you're going to attract your own people. And that's it. And you got to just keep chugging along, keep staying innovative and keep trying new things to help your brand and, and don't put your attention to other people. It's so, it's so important, especially, especially first thing in the morning. And I've had, I've had days where I'll start looking at other people and I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong. Well, I'm not. We have two totally different brands and it starts distracting me from what I am doing, from what I need to do. So please... Please do not get wrapped up in what other people are doing because that is the fastest way to your downfall. Believe me, you're going to waste energy and you only have a certain amount of energy throughout the day. And so if you're using up even a small portion of your energy, that could have been time or energy that you could have used for a task that would actually benefit you greatly. So do not do not use your energy. Your energy is precious. It's very precious. And, and don't use it um, for things that are, are just silly because it, it is it is silly. It's very, very silly. And it's easier said than done. Believe me. So don't don't beat yourself up. If, if you're doing that right now, just recognize it and know that's what you're doing and take small steps to eliminate it. All right. So I'll do a little admin. I'll do a little social media. And if I'm working out, this is when I do my my pre-workout party. So I like doing admin work and social media stuff while I'm having my pre-workout. I feel good. I feel positive. I'm going to interact with you in a positive way. And I can get just little tasks, little emails, little things done throughout this, this period. And so I like to do that. I'm not recommending you do that, but that's something that I've been enjoying. And so I will do that. All right. Then I work out. I'll come back home. I'll shower. So if I didn't, if I, if I don't work out, I'll shower in the morning. If I do work out, I will not shower in the morning. I'll shower when I come back from my workout and my workday starts at 11 a.m. So that is my morning routine. I start my workday at 11 a.m. You don't have to do that, but that is my thing. I like having my morning, I like doing things that are for me. And once I have all the energy in the world, my prime time is 10 30 11 a.m anyways from just an energy standpoint like i wake up and and even if i don't do all these things in the morning i typically feel the best at about 10 30 11 a.m it's when i'm most awake alert and all those things creative feeling positive feeling good starts at around that time and so that's when i start my work day if i started any earlier what's the point i'm not going to be at my best so that's for me, that's where I'm at right now. But again, if you're early, early stages in your business, you might be in a, in a point or at a stage where you have to work a 16 hour day 
or an 18 hour day. And, and you might not be able to do or start work at 11 a.m. And if you're that person, then you're that person. So I'm in a place where I'm, I'm able to do that now, which is nice. And, but I, I don't do that every day. Sometimes I do have to wake up a little early or sometimes I have to start work at 8 a.m. and not 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. And, and crank stuff out that happens. But most of the time I'm going to start work at 11 a.m. Um, and I want to get into a place where I can start work at 11 a.m. every single day. Um, but around, I would say 90% of the time I start work at 11 a.m. And so that's, that's the new thing that I'm doing. So that's my morning routine. You don't have to have that morning routine, but that's mine. You can, you know, cher- again, cherry pick some, some things, but the most important part out of all of this, regardless of what you do in the morning, the most important part is that you have discipline when it comes to your morning routine. Because if these things make you feel really good, you have to keep doing them. And if you start to fall into the trap of, eh, I'm not going to do that today. Eh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do something else or eh, I'm going to change this or whatever. Well, you might start to hurt yourself a little bit. You might start to put yourself in a little bit of a lazier kind of mindset, maybe a little bit too loose. And you don't want to be too loose. You don't have to have an, an insane, crazy military discipline. You don't need that to be successful. But you do need discipline, a little bit of discipline to at least Get that morning going on the right foot so that a domino affects your day throughout. Because that's what the morning routine is all about. It's it's about hitting those first two dominoes so that the rest of your day becomes a flow. And you feel good and you feel positive and it just it, it becomes easy. And you need that discipline in the morning to make that happen. And I speak from experience. As soon as I hit that snooze button, as soon as I don't stretch or don't work out or don't do something, it throws my day off because I'm not giving myself that energy in the morning. I'm not giving myself that energy to carry with me throughout the day. So really, it doesn't mean that you have to, when when you're first trying these things out, it doesn't mean you can't experiment. You have to be disciplined. You can't, you know, stray away from certain things. What I mean is, be disciplined. When you say you're going to do something, do it. But if something isn't giving you energy, you need to eliminate it and try something else or just eliminate it and do other and, 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 and you don't have to replace it. You just eliminate it and you go on to the next thing. So try experiment, throw things at the wall, but have that discipline, make sure that you are doing the things every single day, that give you this energy. And I, I don't change this up on the weekends. I, I don't. I'll I'll most of the time I wake up at the same time, even on a Saturday. I don't sleep in. I stay on the same sleeping schedule. Um, even if I'm even even if I go out late, I still wake up at the same time because it's just easier. Your body gets on that rhythm. And I don't like to disrupt that. I don't like to change that. And so I'll wake up at the same time, even if I go to bed at 1 a.m. because I'm out having a good time with friends, I'll still wake up at 7. I might lounge in bed for a little bit if I'm, I take, I take my Saturdays off. I don't do any work on Saturday, but I'll still, 
I'll still wake up at 7 a.m. and and make sure I'm I'm pretty much getting out of bed. So that is that is my morning routine. That is the kind of discipline that I have. That those are the things that give me energy. And and this doing something like this from the start of 2020 is going to be huge for you. You have to have that clarity and that vision. And to make sure that you're tracking or are on the right path, you have to have that discipline and that routine. The people that say, oh, I like to be in flow and I like to just, I like to do whatever life hits at me that day. I don't know very many successful people that kind of have that mindset. I don't know. Maybe you can prove me wrong, anybody listening to this, but for me, it's so important to have routine. It's so important to have that discipline and that integrity and say what you're going to do every single day. If you say, and not even other people, just yourself, have integrity with yourself. If you say you're going to do something, do it because it's going to make you feel good because you accomplished it. Anytime that you don't work out, that you say you're going to work out and you don't, I don't know about you, but I, 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 I kick myself in the head for that. And I don't feel so good because I didn't I didn't say what I was going to go out and do. And that's going to actually hurt, negatively impact your confidence in the long run. All these things, all these little accomplishments, no matter how small they seem, like getting up when you say you're going to get up, all these things give you confidence, give you motivation and inspiration to carry with you throughout the day. It's like that viral video of that general um, or whoever he was. Um, about making your bed. First thing you got to do is make your bed. It's that first accomplishment that gets your day started on the right path. That's why he says it. It's that sense of accomplishment. It's that sense of pride. It gives you inspiration, motiva- motivation, and confidence to get going on the right path throughout the day. That's why he talks about that. And I love it. I love that. Even Even when you're traveling, even when you are doing things that are completely off routine, it's so important to maintain that routine as best as you can. So if you're going to travel, right, you're doing like a crazy travel film. If you need to wake up a little bit earlier to keep that morning routine, it's going to give you just a sense of balance. It's really going to keep you in check and make sure that you're still progressing towards your goals, even if you're in a totally different location and doing totally different things. I highly recommend to keep that routine while you're traveling, while you're doing other things, while I'm at home. I'm at, I'm at home in Chicago right now for the holiday, and I'm making sure that I'm getting up and I'm journaling and I'm doing my thing. I'm getting my coffee. I'm doing my little admin tasks in the morning. Um, I'm working out. And I'm doing all these things just like I would at home, and it makes me it it, it makes me feel a sense of accomplishment makes me feel good. And even if I'm not working, I'll still get up, I'll still journal, and I'll still just, you know, reflect what's going on to to at least keep some of these things going. It just makes me feel good. I don't know about you, but it makes me feel good, makes me feel hungry, and it makes me feel clear-headed, clear-minded. I love it. It's so important. So last episode, we talked about clarity we talked about vision, we talked about big picture, and we came up with a plan of attack. This episode, we talked about the little day-to-day stuff, 
that's going to make that big picture possible. And that starts in the morning and the night before and doing those little steps and to not be loose with it. Have discipline with everything that you do. Have that discipline in place. You don't, again, not, you don't have to have that military type of discipline, but at least have, you have to have some discipline. You have to be honest with yourself and you can't be loose with these things. Cause as soon as you start being loose with it, that's when everything is going to go off the rails and you're just going to lose it. You're going to completely lose it and you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, ah, man, I'm lost. I don't feel good about myself. Trust me. I'm sure you felt these things. I have felt these things and it all stems from saying, nah, not today. Nah, not today. Having that kind of attitude, it builds up and sooner or later you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, oh my God, I have to, I have to get my life in control. You don't feel like you're in control anymore. And so that discipline, no matter how hard it is, it's going to give you that sense of control. And when you feel in control, you feel good. You are in the power of, of what your life ends up being. You have the choice. You have all, all the decisions are on you. You can make it happen or you cannot make it happen. Even if some things fail, you still have the choice to get back up and continue to do it and try new things. And it all stems from that little bit of discipline in the morning. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Have a great, great holiday. Spend time with family and friends. Relax. Enjoy yourself. Just have fun. Let's just crush 2020 together. Have a Merry Christmas. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one.